0: Despite losing Jared Spurgeon, the Minnesota Wild pick up a huge win in overtime over the Nashville Predators 5-4. Our Locked on Wild postcast, breaking down all the action, starts right now. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to our Locked on Wilds postcast, recapping a 5-4 overtime win for the Minnesota Wild. Today's postcast is brought to you by BetOnline.net. They're your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports info. You can find all the latest sports developments, including league reviews and news, as well as this year's NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, and the final push towards the Stanley Cup playoffs. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more, and the Kentucky Derby a few weeks away, which is one of the biggest betting events of the season. So head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. You can find all that and more at BetOnline, where the game starts. Let's start first and foremost with the fact that I am relieved that uh, the Wild do not have to face the Nashville Predators anymore this season. Uh, We saw a pretty good example of the back and forth dynamics with these two teams, and you know this is a huge win first and foremost because of the fact that the Wild were down Jordan Greenway, Marcus Foligno, Matt Dumba. They lost Jared Spurgeon, also missing Matt Succarello. and so factor in all of those things, this is a very quality win for the Minnesota Wild that keeps them on pace with the St. Louis Blues for uh, points to try to determine who will get the uh, number two seed in the Western Conference playoffs in the Central Division. So, obviously uh, a big one for the Wilds. A lot of Good to pull from this game and uh, an interesting goalie dynamic that I think we've seen play out uh, for the rest of the season. So, first and foremost, we start with the special teams. It appears as though the Wilds' power play really did find something by putting Kirill Kaprizov and Kevin Fiala on that top power play unit. And I know they were down Matt Zuccarello tonight but uh, the wild power play did uh, get a couple of power play goals here this evening. And so I think despite a couple of the power plays, not looking super good. I think it's safe to say that uh, they've found a mix that works with that top power play unit. And so I'm comfortable enough with it to say, I think this is something that can stick uh, going, uh, going forward. And so I'm, I'm excited to you know see how that power play plays out the rest of the season now the penalty kill on the other hand I think we can also point to um, what goes wrong when this penalty kill unit is giving up goals and tonight it just seemed like the uh, the wild stopped attacking on a couple of their penalty kills which led to Nashville goals um, as well so as long as this po- uh, penalty kill stays aggressive, and uh, is continuing to attack the puck, I think they'll be fine too. Obviously the big storyline in this game is the health of Jared Spurgeon, who took a uh, shot up high and uh, ended up leaving the game and not returning. Now, there are two ways to look at this. He is injured to the point of not being able to return to the game, which is a concern. This also hopefully is just a similar situation as to Matt's Zuccarello where uh, injury happens during the game and the Wild decide out of precautions uh, to not bring him back in. Uh, Credit to this Wild defense that happened early on in the game. I think Spurgeon finished with something like five minutes of, um, of total ice time. So a lot of time for the Wild D to have to try to fill. And they did a great job. I thought Jacob Middleton especially was very good in this game for the uh, for the Wild. And let's not forget the play that ultimately probably saved the game was Kevin Fiala being able to fish a puck out from behind Marc-Andre Fleury in overtime uh, to prevent the Predators from scoring there. And so... We got good contributions from uh, guys on D, Jacob Middleton. You know, up and down the lineup, everybody played very well uh, to uh, to try to um, overcome that Spurgeon injury. Now, Flurry, in that, I think we have seen Cam Talbot put a little distance between him and Flurry as to who is your de facto starter uh, the rest of the season and once the playoffs get going as well. Talbot has strung better performances together, and it just it seems like Fleury's having a little trouble with the puck here over his last couple of starts. And so this ultimately is the luxury of having two starting caliber goalies that you can you can play them both. And if somebody you know, separates themselves to be that starter, well, then you're covered there. So ultimately, I think game one, as of right now, going to Cam Talbot. And I, I think you've got to feel pretty good about that. Flurry is certainly a good change-up to the mix uh, if you need to put him in um, as well. So we, we've learned some things during this game going forward that I think the Wilds can, uh, can kind of play to and, uh, and use in their favor uh, down the stretch and uh, in the playoffs as well. Uh, we should as well talk about just the continued craziness of uh, Kevin Fiala, but I also want to touch on something that I think has been very interesting as well, the, uh, the connection with Freddie Goudreau. Uh, especially on the wild penalty kill. So we'll uh, we'll wrap up our postcast discussing that and more. Uh, wild win five to four in overtime. And uh, one of our other sponsors of this lockdown wild postcast is of course Built Bar. It is the month of April. April turns to May, which means that the weather is going to get much nicer out. And if you are looking for a treat to take on the go with you to eat wherever you are. Built Bar is here to help, and if you haven't tried their Puffs, you are missing out on one of Built Bar's best-tasting bars. Puffs are the first-ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. As with other Built Bars, Puffs contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. You can compare that to your standard candy bar with around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. If you want to get in on the Built Bar Bonanza, head to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Minnesota Wild win by a score of 5-4 in overtime, and as we talked about, Kevin Fiala, again, another just crazy night for him, breaking Marion Gabrick's coming into the season record for 83 points. He now has 84 on the season. Uh, had the go-ahead goal at the time to make it 4-3 to three on just the grossest backhand flip. Flung the puck into the net behind uh, Riddick to uh, give the Wild the lead. At that point, he assisted On a goal as well, and as we talked about, saved the game in overtime by picking up the loose puck that's kind of snuck past Marc Andre Fleury and was just sitting in the crease, and just continues to be on this just otherworldly level uh, for the Minnesota Wilds and contributing in all aspects. You know, he has played himself into a power play one and a penalty kill one. Guy, in addition to what he does on the ice. And part of the thing I think that has started the turnaround for the penalty kill is the fact that him and Freddie Goudreau kind of meet teams at the top of the zone and can, uh, you know, impact the play to the point where when it's clicking, the Wilds can clear and can move the puck out from there. So good another just outstanding game for uh for Kevin Fiala continuing to impact every layer of the game every time he's out there on the ice and had the gross the gross goal the gross feed to Jewel Erickson um lasered one across to the other side of the crease and Erickson able to um Pitching wedge one up over Riddick in for the goal. Jewel Eriksson has had uh, some very nice performances here recently as well. Missing his two linemates. He has been playing with uh, just any teammate you can think of on that third line, not having Jordan Greenway and uh, Marcus Felino out there with him. So that's been a little tough, but Eriksson a pro. he'll uh, He'll do what he needs to do in order to uh in order to get the team a win, just like Nick Bukestad, who had the power play goal to uh give the wilds the early lead Bukestad slotting in to matt Socarello's spot in the lineup and he uh, he did fine he did fine up there on that top line Carell's obviously going to be the one kind of directing traffic, but it didn't really didn't really seem like um like he got lost out there, which is just a testament to the uh, the depth that this team has. Zuccarello out, uh, Bukestead in, and uh, he scores a power play goal. Go figure. So all in all, a great win for the Wilds. Obviously waiting to hear word on Jared Spurgeon. We'll probably have word by the time we get tomorrow's episode posted. So keep an eye out for that. And the Wild host the Arizona Coyotes on Tuesday with another good opportunity to put pressure on St. Louis uh, as they continue to angle for that two seed in the West uh, in the Central Division. So a lot to keep an eye on, but, uh, of course, Locked on Wild will do just that. So make sure that you subscribe to Locked on Wild and follow us on social media. We break everything down for you, and we'll keep you as up-to-date as possible on your favorite Minnesota hockey team. That'll do it for today's postcast, so make sure that you are following us with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.